Right now, let's talk about something that's really, well, it's fascinating, but at the same time, it's also fascinating in a, really? Am I seeing that right? Um, There's a headline. It comes from our friends at secondstreet.org, and it says 14 states in the United States have issued over 18,000 licenses to Canadian doctors and nurses. So let's absorb that. 14 states in the United States have issued over 18,000 licenses to Canadian doctors and nurses. That sounds like a big number, but I don't know. I don't know if that's a big number. Maybe this is 2023. Maybe it's just the same as, you know, six years ago, same as seven years ago. Dominic Lusick is with SecondStreet.org and joins us now. Dominic, how are things? Ah, they're very well. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, Mike. This is uh, this is eye catching. This is something that uh, has grabbed our attention, Dominic. You have our attention. Is eighteen thousand as big a number as it would seem to sound, or is this pretty typical of doctors and nurses having the flexibility to work in a lot of places because they're doctors and nurses? Yeah, well, I mean, we can we can put some perspective to it, Mike. I mean, uh, it, it's not like this is the largest problem that's facing the Canadian healthcare system and convincing all these workers to stay at home would fix everything. But it is a significant contributor to the uh, the staff shortage that we're facing right now. I mean, you think about 18,000 healthcare workers, you were just mentioning the Knights game. Um, you could fill up Budweiser Gardens almost two times over with, uh, with 18,000 doctors and nurses, right? So that's a lot of people. And um, if, uh, if you look at uh, what um, the London uh, staff situation is at right now, uh, there are just about 4,200 full-time nurses employed at, uh, at the London hospital there. So, uh, you know, if, if you look at 18,000 across the country, it's about 8,500 in Ontario. You can kind of compare that and think, yeah, this is a significant amount of staff uh, at a time when we really do need more staff to, uh, to A, work through a lot of this uh, backlog that was built up during COVID and to just deliver services in a, in a timely way in general, too. Dominic, we could understand it if we were seeing people maybe cross into Montana from, I don't know, Lethbridge would still be a hike to the border, but you get what I mean. Or if they were going across from Windsor to Detroit, where are we seeing the most Canadian healthcare workers show up in the United States? Yeah, you know, interestingly enough, it's uh, it's nowhere that you're going to make a commute to. Uh, it's actually Texas. Um, we have uh, in in Texas a a large number of uh, specifically nurses of about 5,600 from across the country uh, who have licenses to practice in Texas. Now, uh, in this latest round, we 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 just decided um, we we picked five states to look at specifically. We picked California, Texas, Florida. Illinois and Massachusetts, just because, you know, they're they're pretty populous and, you know, maybe the weather is better or the, the big cities there are exciting. But you, you are you are right in thinking, um, you know, that uh, this is a more prominent situation when it comes to places like Windsor and Detroit, um, where uh, it's just a five minute drive across the border. You could also potentially see it in Hamilton and uh, in Buffalo, considering how close they are. Um, and those are cases where nurses and doctors will be actively commuting. But uh, what we looked at here is more 
just um, uh, healthcare workers who have applied and obtained a license. So whether they've moved yet, uh, they're actively considering moving, or maybe they've worked there in the past and returned to Canada. Um, all, all, all those are possibilities within these numbers. Uh, but the, the, the main thing to, to note is that these are people who have a serious at the very least, a serious interest in working in the U.S. and uh, and and it just shows that um, they 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 don't want to work in the Canadian system anymore. Wow. Well, more information at secondstreet.org. Dominic, thank you for outlining how this looks. And again, as Dominic points out, some of these workers maybe are are not actively working or maybe have retired, but they own a license. So that's how the data shakes out, just to be completely transparent. But that's a big number. That's a two Budweiser gardens full. Uh, yeah, there should be nursery rhymes about that that don't involve uh, <laughs> sheep and, and bags of wool. That's, that's the new form of nursery rhyme in this. Two Budweiser gardens full. Dominic, thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me on.